Welcome to the e-commerce lab by Ecomsi. This is the place for everything related to Amazon private label and e-commerce. Learn exactly what you need to start or scale your business. Get insights from the top industry experts who will discuss the latest trends and best practices in the world of Amazon. From choosing products and sourcing from a supplier to setting up your Amazon account and marketing your business, you will hear it here. Let's get started. Here is your host, Vincenzo Toscano. Hello, guys. Welcome to another episode of the Commerce Lab by Ecomsi, the place of everything related to Amazon FBA and e-commerce. My name is Vincenzo Toscano, founder and CEO of Ecomsi. And today we bring you a very interesting topic. We're going to be talking about everything that has to do with monthly bookkeeping around the Amazon space. And for that, we bring you Nathan Hirsch, who is the founder and CEO of Ecom Balance, where they specialize with everything that has to do with bookkeeping in the commerce space. So it's a pleasure to have you here, Nathan. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for, for having me. It's a pleasure, man. I think I have, I have seen the growth Acom Balance has been doing uh, over the last year or so, and it's amazing, and, and the testimonials and everything. And I thought to myself, I definitely need to have you on the podcast and see which golden nuggets I can take from you so we can give to our community, right? Um, so let's get started. I think usually the the first couple of minutes, I like to you know introduce my guests just to learn a little bit about your story, how you jump into the Amazon space, how that led you to Econ Balance, so our audience can learn from you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, I was a, an Amazon seller back in two thousand eight, two thousand nine. So the the super early days of Amazon, I, I started off buying and selling textbooks out of my college dorm room uh, until I got a cease and desist letter from my college telling me to to stop wow. competing <laughs> with my my school bookstore. So at that point, I had an Amazon account. I was just selling books. And I didn't want to get kicked out of school. So I started experimenting with other products and seeing what I could sell, everything from sporting equipment, video games, um, you name it. And for whatever awesome. reason, baby products were were what stuck. So if you could imagine okay. me as a, a 20 year old single college guy <laughs> yeah. selling baby products on Amazon, that was me. And I was drop shipping before I even knew what drop shipping was. I was building relationships with all these manufacturers um, that they didn't know what e-commerce was. So I was their ticket to selling online. They were my ticket to making products and shipping it because I didn't have the ability to do that. And we, I built a lot of great relationships and ended up selling over 25 million over a, a six, seven year period. And wow. I grew that business using a lot of uh, virtual assistants and freelancers mm -hmm. because college kids just weren't that reliable. <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So from there, I, uh, I had all these VAs and freelancers and Amazon was becoming harder. And we started to lease these VAs and freelancers out to different e-commerce sellers. And that became free up what eventually was a pre-vetted marketplace for mm -hmm. e-commerce freelancers. And that was fun. It was my business partner, Connor, and my first experience uh, building our own brand, our own website, doing SEO, doing B2B partnerships, influencers, all of that stuff. And mm -hmm. we scaled that business to eight figures over um, eight figures by year four. We did $12 million in year four. And, and that company was acquired at the end of 2019, um, right before the pandemic, which was kind of crazy. And that's wow. a whole nother story we can dig into if you want. Um, yeah. 
And from there, it was kind of a crazy time. We were stuck at home during a pandemic with no business to run. And we, <laughs> we launched our course called Outsource School, which is yeah. um, which we still run today. It teaches people our unique hiring process, how we're able to um, hire A players consistently over and over for our businesses. And we continue to run that. And we started consulting for different e-commerce sellers. And we I learned see. pretty quickly that we hated being consultants. Um, but the common theme was before we could help consultants or before we could help companies make decisions, we had to revamp their bookkeeping process, which is something mm -hmm. that we were, we did a good job of at FreeUp. And so that gave us the idea to start our own e-commerce bookkeeping service called EcomBalance. Um, through a lot of market research and hiring and beta testing, uh, we're, we're up and running with that. And we're actually about to launch a second brand uh, accounts balance for non-e-commerce okay. businesses. So that's kind of the short, long version of how I went wow. from books to baby products to free up yeah. outsource school to, to econ balance. That's very interesting. I mean, first of all, uh, I remember using FreeUp. It was a very good and still very good marketplace. So I would recommend that to everybody that looking for VAs. But I love the fact that you also mentioned that you learned your bookkeeping from that. I bet that when you were going through your uh, diligences to sell a FreeUp and with all the, I, can't, I don't even can imagine the bookkeeping behind a business like that. It, it must be a nightmare. So I, I bet you learn everything from that, right? <laughs> Right. I mean, for, for my Amazon business, um, I, I didn't knew nothing about bookkeeping. I, I started yeah. off trying to do it myself, which was a, a huge mistake and a time suck. And it took away from me growing my business. And then I yeah. hired Connor, my business partner, as my first employee. And I had okay. him do QuickBooks. And mm. he's really good at what he does. He's not good at bookkeeping. So we had to pay <laughs> to get all that redone. And then when we hired a bookkeeper, we would just dump it on them at the end of the year. And that was okay because we paid taxes on time, but we didn't actually have information each month to see how we were mm -hmm. doing and make decisions. So one of the best decisions I ever made was with FreeUp, we hired a bookkeeper from day one before we were even profitable. The month would end by the 15th, we would get income statement, balance sheet and cash flow, and have a meeting every single month, a meeting we still run every single month to this day, where we mm -hmm. would go through those reports and make decisions. And, and obviously it I helped with selling the business as well. But the, the big thing is being able yeah. to make decisions every single month. Yeah, for sure. I wanted to touch on that, which is actually part of today's topic. I, I usually see a lot of Amazon sellers and we work with many of them. And sometimes I see that the only time they do the bookkeeping is towards when they need to pay taxes and that's it. They don't really know what is going on on a weekly basis, on a monthly basis, on a quarter basis. And I wanted to start with that initial question is based on all the business I bet you right now audit and work with them. What have you seen the biggest benefit that uh, they received from going doing bookkeeping one to now doing monthly? on their Amazon business. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the decision-making is, is big to me. That's the number one thing as an entrepreneur, you mm -hmm. need to like being an entrepreneur is all about making educated guesses, right? You never, yeah. you never really know if you're making mm -hmm. the right decision, but you're either making those guesses based on data that you're seeing and based on numbers, or you're making them based on random gut, which is not how I, I recommend doing it. <laughs> but the other side of it is segmentation because as an e-commerce seller, you could be selling on different marketplaces. You could be selling different products. You could be launching different brands. Like you, you need to make sure that you're focusing your time on the right things. And if you, you might be selling five products, but only one of them is profitable and you're losing money on mm -hmm. the other four, or you might be getting a lot of sales on Amazon Japan, but your margins are smaller. Like these are things that you need to know and you need to have segmented books that you look at every single month. If you're just getting it once a quarter, that's just not enough time for you to make good decisions. 
That's great. Yeah, I totally agree. I think especially when you're running an Amazon business that is so fast a pace. I mean, every single month things change, your PPC, your inventory, everything. If you don't have something to rely on and you're just guessing, that's why much <coughs> of the business nowadays fail, right? So it's super important. Now, uh, let's start also jumping into what are some of the key processes? Um, um, I will you say metrics usually Amazon seller will take from this report, right? So what are some of the things you say, these are the things you should definitely be watching as an Amazon seller when looking at your bookkeeping to understand where to go forward from, yeah. Right, I mean, every seller has their own KPIs, but for, for me, when I when I look at a report, I like to look at top line sales, that's an easy one, but also where those sales come from, what products, what marketplaces, and I like to compare it to the previous month and to mm -hmm. the same month last year, so you get an idea of what direction you're going in. Um, from there, I, I like to look at the, the margins, how much you're, you're making per, per, per product, um, both gross and net margins. And then I also like to go through expenses line by line to see if anything stands out. There might be a, a software you can drop there. Your, your employee expenses mm -hmm. might be going up faster than your sales. Like these are all things that you need to do as you're going through it. So that's kind of a, a good idea from the, the income statement. Cash flow, you obviously want to make sure you're cash positive and, and look at the previous months to see what the direction is there. Um, and obviously balance sheet, you want to see how healthy your business is, um, assets versus liabilities. And we actually have a finance agenda that you can grab if you go to econ okay. balance. And this is the same agenda that Connor and I do every single month. And you can just mm -hmm. go through it like a checklist to, to make sure that you're covering your bases each month. That's awesome. Yeah, you mentioned something there also interesting, which is software. Uh, I mean, I bet there are so many people that have like 20, 10 subscriptions that they don't use. And, and if you remove those, it's thousands of dollars you can save. I mean, I have seen that in my own business. And I think if you don't definitely do monthly bookkeeping, things like that, small expenses, they add up. And yeah, at the end of the year, it's a lot of money. <laughs> exactly. Now, um, let's start also uh, uh, understanding how these uh, reports can actually uh, benefit in the long term. Because something I see a lot, and especially with everything that we're seeing in the Amazon space, that we have seen what happened last year with aggregators, buying businesses, uh, on, um, and basically sellers struggling to understand how they can value and increase their valuation. I think having monthly processes definitely can support you with that, right? Because you can understand how to handle your profit, your expenses, and make sure you can increase your multiple uh, month, by, month by month. So can you briefly touch on that? And, and what are some of the practices you have seen? Yeah, I mean, Joe Valley from Quiet Light talks about this in his book, Exitpreneur, which I think is behind me. Um, but you, so a big thing that you need to do is accrual basis accounting. Like if you're running an e-commerce business and you're doing cash basis, that might be fine for year one, but long-term you gotta be in accrual and that's gonna help you get a better multiple. Also having a really clean chart of accounts that, that's organized is big because there are, are things that you can deduct. Like if you spend... $50,000 on conferences, you can deduct that and that's going to help you get more um, per each multiple. So uh, that's a big part of it. Another side of it is having Amazon fees um, correctly. A lot of people will put the top line um, in, of their income statement as what's mm. deposited into their bank when that's not true. There's I sales see. and there's fees and, and returns and stuff like that. So those are common. The most Those are probably the most common mistakes. But the key to all of this, if you want to sell your business, if you want to get investing, if you want to get funding, any of that kind of stuff, you have to have clean books and you have to be running those monthly meetings. When we went to sell free up, 
that initial phone call that we had with the buyers was so key because they were asking us questions about their business. They were asking us mm -hmm. numbers. We didn't have the reports in front of us, but we told them information because we knew our numbers. And then when they got the due diligence, they dug into the books. Everything in the books matched exactly what we told them on the phone call. So that built a lot of trust. It shows that we knew our numbers and our numbers were accurate. And you don't want to wait until you're going to sell your business to get your, your books caught up. You want to have your books clean from day one. Yeah. Yeah. I actually wanted to touch on that from day one because I also get that question quite a lot. They say, okay, I'm very small. I don't need bookkeeping on a monthly basis right now. I don't think really I'm going to benefit from that. And I wanted to hear your point of view on this because I think some people say that, but then when they want to include bookkeeping, it's too late. Uh, so what do you think about this and what is your advice on, on, on that point of view? Yeah. Yeah, sure. So I, my my overall mentality is there's no situation that an entrepreneur should be doing their own bookkeeping. Now, okay. I my our monthly minimum is 249 a month and we have clients that pay more. Maybe you can't afford 249 a month, but you should still hire a bookkeeper. Now, mm -hmm. first of all, it's not a good use of an entrepreneur's time, especially if yeah. you're young and you're getting started. That first year is key. Every second matters. Every decision matters. How you spend your time matters. So if you're spending even five, 10 hours a month doing your own bookkeeping, that's time you could be spent growing your business. And second, most entrepreneurs are not good at bookkeeping. You can take the e-commerce bookkeeping courses and all that, but most of the time, what I've seen, they, it just has to get redone later. And even if you are a CPA or a bookkeeper in another life, it's still not a good use of your time. So hmm. get in the mentality that a monthly bookkeeper is a necessary business expense that there's no way around. Just like paying for Jungle Scout or, or Helium 10 yeah. or whatever monthly software is part of running your business, same thing um, for bookkeeping. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, also um, another misunderstanding uh, I have seen around the uh, bookkeeping thing in, in terms of at least the, the, the monthly uh, services is that uh, some people think that they can hire a, a normal bookkeeper, a normal bookkeeper without e-commerce experience. And, and I have seen that a lot of times. I have seen people, they hire just the normal old guy from the family that does bookkeeping. And then when you realize they don't know what they're doing because they're just doing accounting the traditional way. And if you understand how to uh, attribute inventory expenses and things that actually should be spread out throughout the year and when sales are made and things like that, you can definitely lose a lot of your valuation and how to take actions. So my point here is what is one of the main advantages between doing what most people do, which is going to a traditional bookkeeper, right? And going with econ balance where you guys have a lot of experience in the e-commerce space. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there, there's a bunch of things, but the main two is that top line that I was talking about and using a tool like A2X to make sure that mm -hmm. the top line of your income statement is correct. It has sales, it has fees, it reconciles and matches your banks. All of that's important. And a lot of people, a lot of bookkeepers that don't understand e-commerce um, really mess that up. Um, and yeah. the other side of it is just cost of goods and inventory. That can be complex for someone that, that doesn't understand e-commerce, that doesn't have experience there. You have to be doing a cruel basis, averaging out cost of goods sold. Um, or making sure you at least have it on the accrual basis. Um, but those are the kind of the main two that a lot of bookkeepers that don't understand e-commerce get wrong. Okay, that's great. Um, now let's start jumping uh, around what are some of the main mistakes? I mean, you already mentioned some of them, but if we could emphasize them again in terms of what are the things you see people doing a lot in their bookkeeping that you say, oh my God, this is, is going to kill your business? <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Well, as an entrepreneur, you shouldn't be spending time trying to learn QuickBooks. You shouldn't be taking a okay. QuickBooks course. You shouldn't be trying to reconcile transactions or running reports in QuickBooks. What your focus should be as an entrepreneur is creating a good monthly bookkeeping process, finding a reliable bookkeeper where the month ends by the 10th to the 15th, you get an income statement, you get a balance sheet, you get a cash flow. It's put in a way that you can actually understand with good feedback and recommendations, speaking entrepreneurship, not just speaking bookkeeping and have a monthly meeting on your calendar every single month with your business partner, your husband, your wife, your team leaders, whoever should be in that meeting where you go through those reports. And that's how you're going to get better at financials. You hear a lot of entrepreneurs saying they don't like numbers. They don't like reading financial statements. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The only way to do it, the only way to get better is to do it every single month. But again, as an entrepreneur, focus less on exactly how the bookkeeping gets done and focus more on setting that good monthly repeatable process. Um, and if you do that, that's going to help you focus on growing your business and also making good decisions every single month. Awesome advice. Very good. Very good. Great. So now let's start jumping into econ balance, right? So, I mean, I have seen you all over the place. You're becoming pretty famous with this service and I love it. I, I have seen a lot of people talking about it and I think it would be great to jump in terms of the processes and how is, is the experience of working with you guys. And what I mean by this is what the initial months look like, how people get signed up with you. And yeah, just talk us a little bit of how the whole workflow works. Uh, with working with you. Yeah, I mean, Econ Balance is my new baby. Um, my business partner <laughs> yeah. and I, we've been working together for, for 10 years. We, we know the e-commerce space well. We did a ton of market research on, on bookkeeping in the e-commerce space. If you go to the Econ mm -hmm. Balance blog, we actually published all of our market research of, of what people like and what people don't like and the competitors and, and all of that. And we, we hired a great controller here in Denver with 30 years of bookkeeping mm -hmm. and e-commerce experience. Um, she was a seller herself. We built wow. a team around her, both US and non US. Uh, we did a beta round with about 25 clients, gave them some free mm -hmm. bookkeeping to break our processes and help us really fine tune everything. And now mm -hmm. we're, we're up and running at the time of filming this, we've got about 70 clients. Um, our process is, thank you. Our process is pretty smooth. You create an account on our website and give us some information. You give us access to your current books. We give you a quote. That quote is usually two things a one-time fee for any kind of setup, catch-up, cleanup, and then a monthly fixed price of what it is going forward. And, and mention this podcast and we'll even give you um, two months free. So once you get the quote, we'll help integrate you, get us the access we need and, and do a kickoff call to, to hit the ground running. But we try to make the process as simple as possible. That's very nice. And in, in this pro, in this service, it's monthly. Uh, of course, they get the monthly reports and all that. But uh, on top of that, uh, uh, what else uh, will include in, in terms of that? So, for example, is there communication with the client in terms of you need to send us these uh, invoices and all of that? How is that a communication with the, with the client on a monthly basis? Yeah. So our goal during integration is to get view only access to as much as possible. I mean, we, okay. we don't want to reach out to you for statements and invoices yeah, and know. stuff unless we have to. Sometimes mm -hmm. banks won't allow that and, and we can, we'll get statements or we'll help you move to a better bank. Um, but our goal is to make it hands off. Now with the reports, we do provide findings and recommendations. We use a cool software that allows for KPIs that you, we can help tweak with you to, to make it. Mm -hmm. um, so it really helps your business. Um, okay. But we, we're not providing like CFO services or anything like that. We do have great communication. You can email us. You can text us. You can set up calls with us. We're there to, to help you. Um, but our core service is that monthly bookkeeping where we're providing income statement, balance sheet, cash flow, along with KPIs and, and findings and recommendations. Very good. Okay. And I think uh, my last question, because we get people from all over the world, 
I bet a lot of people is going to ask me this question. Do you do we keep in just, let's say, on, on USA or do you do it globally at this moment? Yeah. Um, yeah, all over. I mean, bookkeeping's bookkeeping. It's generally accepted account accounting principles. Um, we don't do any tax. Maybe in the future we'll add U.S. taxes. I don't think we'll okay. add international taxes. Um, but you use your own CPA. We communicate directly with them and make it easy for you. If you wanna, if you're in the U.S., I can recommend my CPA. Um, if you're outside the U.S., we'd work directly with your own CPA. Awesome, Nathan. Okay, that's awesome. So yeah, I think that would be everything. I don't know if you you want to bring any last, as they call it, a gold nugget to the table. Any other tips? Anything that you want to mention around bookkeeping that you think the people would benefit from? Yeah, I mean, focus on learning how to read financial statements. It'll help you with business. It'll help you with stocks and investing. It's a, it's a good life skill to have. And um, if anyone wants to connect with me on social media, Nathan Hirsch on any social media channel, and um, check out Econ Balance and mention this podcast to get two months free. Awesome, Nathan. So thank you very much for your time and definitely looking forward to having the next one again. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to The E-Commerce Lab by EcomC. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. While you are at it, we would appreciate it if you could leave an honest rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. That will make it easier for others to find out about the show and benefit from it. Want more? Visit our website at www.ecomc.com where you can get your first consultation for free. Or find us on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn at ecomc.